0: you <laughs> evening everybody wednesday night the first of november welcome to november it comes around pretty quick not long till christmas now they say um we got it we got through halloween the madness of halloween last night uh the 31st with justine McAllister talking art and large scale canvases and murals which was a pretty awesome chat to uh justine so a little bit of uh future Interviews coming up, just to give you an insight. Uh, next Tuesday, Jamie Hutchings is going to join us. Then Wednesday, Mark Sinton is going to join us. Um, and Thursday night, Al Carr. So that'll make up uh, the next few episodes. And just before we have a chat to our special guest for tonight, it's Zoe Fox, look forward to a couple of gigs that are coming up this week. Uh, a la- couple of weeks last week, we interviewed Jessica Lux. Uh, she's got a gig tomorrow night at the Mary Creek Tavern. Make sure you get down to that one. Uh, 3rd of November, off to Archie's Creek. This is a uh, great show that's been put together by some fantastic artists, um, Rebecca Barnard, Charles Jenkins, Nick Barker and Rob Craw, uh, which is a Tom Petty uh, tribute. Uh, There's three gigs for that. Archie's Creek, Theatre Royale in Castlemaine and Frankston Arts Centre. So make sure you check that one out. Uh, Coming up in a month's time, we're going to have a chat to Jenny Don't and the Spurs, who's just done a big tour here. Uh, a couple of last minute announced gigs, the third and fourth of November. So make sure you check those out at the old bar. Um, and also, if that's not for you, then Thursday, Mick Daly's Corporate Raiders and Penny, I can go down at uh, George Lane. And fourth of November, you'll have Jessica Lux at George Lane again. So um, get down there, a couple of big nights at George Lane. Uh, we're going to hit the road this weekend for the fourth on Saturday night. Um, and check out Sweet Talk, uh, possibly one of the hottest bands out there right now. Um, so make sure you check them out. Cover and you and I, this will be a great gig up at Archie's Creek. And then you've got a couple more coming up here with the Retreat Hotel. They're doing a fourth, fifth, and sixth, seventh um, next into next week. There's a whole list of artists there, so you must want make sure you check that out at the Retreat. And then Cold Irons Bound, which is Sunday the fifth, um, and there's a couple more here which we much touch must touch on. There's a new one just announced which Jenny Don't and the Spurs who were were huge at um, out on the weekend. They're doing a special gig at Shock Kickers which I guarantee will be pumping along. Um, and then the last one for us is the Seven Ups, which are doing a album launch with uh, a few other artists there: Brown Spirits and Cantrips and. Good old DJ Chris Gill um, fr- will be will be spinning some records, no doubt, um, from Northside Records at the Nightcat. So make sure you check that one out. So here we go. Um, tonight, look at the background. Uh, out of space. What a, what a setup. Who, uh, this this young lady I'd come across not long ago, um, Zoe Fox, what an incredible talent. Uh, this gig was... Uh, We're just actually calling past on the way to another gig, actually, and saw this poster out the front, which is really cool. Um, Immigrant Union, who are a super lineup, special guest, Zoe Fox. So you never know who who you're going to come across and meet uh, at these kind of special nights. And this is definitely a special one that's um, etched into my memory now when I first came across this young lady. And I'm going to play a little clip, uh, just a little sneaky clip of what I saw at the gaso and what kind of easily uh, so quickly gripped me and a few other people. i got to play any more of that because that's a special treat coming up uh, for Zoe Fox in the future. So there you go, a little scoop for you. Um, incredible range, takes you on a journey. Talk about the perfect venue for Zoe, the gasometer that night, spinning um, classic mirror ball with the lights, uh, Transfix me or transform me to another place for half an hour or so uh, while we got to hear Zoe play. So, all right, this is what kind of set it up for me. Uh, Zoe's got a really exciting time ahead of her. Had an album launch not long ago. Uh, big things are on the on the way for Zoe. So let's bring her up, Miss Zoe Fox. Welcome to episode of 114 of. So what's been happening, Zoe? Wow,
1: 114! Incredible. Thanks, Aaron. It's nice to be on
0: here. <laughs> yeah, nice to um, see you on a on a Wednesday night at the start of a new month.
1: Absolutely.
0: You mentioned uh, you're just just sneaking home from work, late, long day. Um, one of those classic yeah. ones. Hopefully, <laughs> you can kind of relax a little bit for half an hour and uh, indulge us with a little bit of uh, a little bit about Zoe Fox. Um, and obviously, people, a lot of people wouldn't know who you are, but you're not a newcomer by any means to the scene of music. <laughs> you just had a little a little lull period there and a rest. So, but you're back. You're back with a vengeance. Back. Um, Watch
1: out. I'm back.
0: And it's a bit of a mouthful title uh, of your band, Zoe Fox and the Rocket Clocks. <laughs> it's a it's a mouth tongue twister. You got to be careful saying yeah. it. Uh, it is. Tell yeah. us a little bit about <laughs> tell us a little bit about the Rocket Clocks um, and how this name came about. First of all,
1: um, well, I was playing solo actually, just as Zoe Fox under my own name for a few years, and um, I ended up, I think. Probably 10 years ago I was doing a solo tour and playing some folk shows around France and uh, afterwards it was like, you know, after I'd play I'd kind of go into my dressing room and I felt quite like not lonely necessarily but I really wanted to share the experience with other people. So I, I vowed that when I got back to Australia I would make a band so that I could Share the experience of being on stage um, because I used to get quite nervous, nervous playing shows and now, yeah, I've got a band and it's so much fun and I just think it was the best decision I ever made. (laughs) Um, And The Rocket Clocks as a name, like I've always been fascinated with um, time and space, which I feel like the name is kind of accompanies both of those things. And um, Mm. also uh, I've got a real spot for children's TV shows and the Rocket Clock is from, you know, the Australian children's show play school. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I like that kind of nursery rhymey y element um, and I love rhymes and wordplay. So I thought, oh, of course I'll I'll make my band name rhyme and that's how I made Zoe Fox and the Rocket Clocks.
0: There you go. Um, yeah. it's, not always, it's not always good to, to hear what... Where the names came from, so uh, it's great to see. It's it's a long one to write. It's a long one to put out on a chalkboard out the front of a of a uh, <laughs> venue, but you can't miss it. That's for sure.
1: Absolutely, yeah, yeah. It's a tongue twister.
0: Yeah, um, I want to go back to just a couple of years ago, um, which I see you were part of the isolated uh, little trip or tour. Uh, it wasn't a. It was a crazy time, really, and that's already. Right. I've got a sneaking suspicion. I watched one of your little sneaky uh, uh, yes. 15-minute sets. I think they kind of were yes. around then. Um, it was a really cool time. I've got this little this little poster or set up that was a promo. Um, well, obviously, it was a crazy time for so many people. But this is the reason this podcast originally started, was exactly this what time in space, what happened when everything got shut down. Music was obviously on its knees. Um, venues... Mm-hmm. And we kind of got to connect with people. We literally had a chat to a few mates and we wondered what our muso friends were doing. We got one on. That was episode one. Here we are at episode 114, still talking about music, arts and sports. Um, so it's a great time. So what came out of a bad time actually came out some pretty good elements um, in amongst that. Isolate is definitely one of those. How was, how was that little isolate experience for you?
1: Oh, it was the strangest experience. It was probably the weirdest live performance I've ever done in my life, and I've done some weird performances, and um, it was just unreal. Like, it actually was my album launch, my debut album, Clockworks, which I've got here. It was due to come out the day of lockdown, <laughs> and it was kind of like, we were writing that maybe, is it going to get cancelled? Is a show still running? Is there a pandemic? And just as we got the news that it was like, stay inside, everybody, um, yeah, we, we had to cancel the actual live show, which was supposed to be at the Northgate Social Club, my first ever album launch. And, um, yeah, I had the opportunity to, to launch it on isolate. So I thought, okay, here we go. I'm going to do a... I'm going to do my album, I'm going to perform my album with none of my band members because it's illegal to see them. (laughs) I don't live with them. So, um, yeah, I did it online on Instagram and um, I used lots of filters where throughout my performance I changed my face into I think I was like um, a sim at one point pretending to wee my pants (laughs) in the kitchen. And, I do remember uh, like,
0: it now for sure.
1: I have my head was a cassette tape. I think I was that underwater baby from the Nirvana thing, and I just yeah. was whatever. Yeah, I had my housemates kind of dressing up in this in our spacesuits behind me. Um I was actually living with Didieri and Rowena Wise at the time. So yeah. I think Didieri was filming or and or Roe was filming and the other one was like flicking the lights on and off really fast Gosh, to yeah. make it yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, to well, turn our lounge room it? into concert. We had a smoke machine, like a smoke machine, and um, yeah, it just went off. It was actually I think there was like nearly like seven hundred people watching or something in the head count, and it was probably the biggest show that we'd done at that time. Um, and yeah, the next
2: morning
1: <laughs> there was a an article in the Sydney Morning Herald saying, you know, uh, like the world's first online music festival or whatever it was. um, And all, like, all of a sudden Zoe Fox was a pickle (laughs) because one of the Instagram (laughs) people I used turned me into a pickle with just like an eye to move. And, um, and, yeah, all of a sudden people were saying, pickle Zoe for president.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What have I done? Yeah. Yeah, I was like,
1: there's a like what's going on there's a pandemic and like all of a sudden I'm being known as pickle girl f- for this month
2: because <laughs> yes, yes. I'm like
0: uh,
1: yeah I'm a singing pickle on the internet
0: <laughs> it's so it's so cool that that uh what came out so as I said before such a tough period um you mm. probably you know kind of reinvigorated or relaunch yourself without even really trying um and, and then he obviously it all happened and and took off from there but what you yeah, know what a weird experience i mean have an album ready to go launch booked yeah i mean such a bummer um when did the Only. when did the final launch did the, did you ever get to the point where you had the final launch after lockdown and all those phases
1: yeah we did a one-year anniversary party launch yeah. a year later Crazy. um in between the lockdowns i think it was we did two back-to-back shows at the Northcote Social Club, um, like two in one night, and yep. we sort of made that the the launch, I guess. Yeah, um, sure. But already, you know, it was kind of feeling like it was old news, but I thought I haven't actually had a chance to play this with my band yet. Like this is the first time yeah. we're actually even playing the record. Yeah,
2: yeah And well. it's
1: already been out for like over a year and I'd been um, – you know, sitting among like huge stacks of um, cardboard mailers to you know send them all out to people who had bought them on Bandcamp, and doing my yeah. one daily out of the post office carrying a stack of records and <laughs> hand drawing <laughs> aliens on all of them. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you mentioned your love for um, yeah that sort of space, rockets, time, uh, and transport and travel um was that always you as a little kid did that kind of always fascinate you right from the old uh, play school days
1: yeah um it started actually when I I got a telescope for Christmas one year and um Mm. yeah my family and I would go and look at the craters on the moon out in the backyard and I always was fascinated um in like with space more so planets actually rather than like I'm not really into like I like rockets but I'm not a transport person necessarily yeah Yeah. just sort of the wonder that comes with like stargazing and um you know pondering all of the endless possibilities um that come with you know the infinite space that we find ourselves in the cosmic dance
0: yeah actually Mm. you um you definitely take people to another place when you perform, uh, that's for sure. Both obviously singly through your lyrics and um and just the way you you know put yourself out there. But one thing on stage, it's a whole nother story, right? That's uh that's crazy. Uh that's crazy times for everyone. Um and and it, and it's the it's the I call it the burger with the lot um for you. Uh there's, there's you can't you can't sit still. Um, you just have to keep, and you're just intrigued right down to your last album launch that you've just done. We'll talk about that in a couple of minutes, but, um, including everything, uh, in that launch, if you, I didn't make it there sadly, but I heard some great things, uh, saw some great vision. Um, you must be super proud of having that launch for sure. But what we're going to touch on first is, um, we're going to flash back a little bit just to a little uh, snippet of Dancer Girl, one of your previous tracks. Uh,
2: yeah.
0: And you can see some of the stuff that you put together as far as um, uh, being able to put some great clips together. So we'll talk about that in a second. track it's it's cool it's so cool it's so well put together i feel like i'm watching flashbacks of of rage uh, on tv um it's so fitting tell me tell me a little bit about putting that clip together first how much fun it is to put a clip like that together
1: oh uh, yeah it was really really fun um that one yeah that was the first single i ever released and the first music video i ever made and i kind of was um you know i didn't know how to to do it, really, I didn't have a budget like some artists, you know, have a label funding their videos for thousands. I just was like, okay, like called upon my friends who wants who wants to help me out, and um, <laughs> everything in that video, like, uh, was made from um, like reused things that already existed and rubbish and kind of upcycled trash. <laughs> I was collecting different weird bits of rubbish for, like, weeks in the lead-up to it. And um, I had this one beach ball. I remember sitting at the front of my house on the, the front porch just blowing up this beach ball and turning it into a paper mache eyeball helmet for the <laughs> the monster, the trash monster that <laughs> appears later in that video clip and then waiting for it to set and, like, re-blowing it up again and, yeah, getting the old newspapers from, like, my dad's shop at the time, just yeah. yeah, using so much stuff and yeah, I just wanted to dance with my friends and that's what I did.
0: and still still doing right to now. Um, what a you what are these kind of you not obviously not your first memories of dancing and and having fun and the arts and craft and all sorts of things that become Miss Zoe Fox um, you know, what's your kind of first memory around music in the house maybe? Um what kind of was it for you
1: like growing up as around was, music
0: yeah as a as a really young kid what's your kind of first memory of what was on the radio what albums were being played what was it for you
1: um well i've i've got this like a clear time where music really sunk in for me was when i was i think like 6 or 7 years old um mm-hmm. Obviously I was around music before then. Like my mum was kind of in bands and stuff. Um, So I was around a lot of choirs and stuff. But, um,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, in particular I was driving around Australia with my family and kind of, um, yeah, in this old 1970s Toyota Land Cruiser with a caravan on the back. (laughs) Um, And we had just a box of Beatles tapes. Um, We had some Cat Stevens in there. And um, the children's entertainer, Franciscus Henry, I don't know if you've ever heard mm-hmm. of him. He's an Australian guy. He's actually, like, yeah. one of my favourite artists today still. Like, wow. he's he was super influential. And then Kylie Minogue, obviously. Mm. <laughs> she was the popular thing clean. that was kind of on the radio at the time. And um, yeah. so I was getting, like, Beatles, Kylie and, like, kids music. And I feel like that just was this big big bang of its own in my head yeah, um, yeah
0: absolutely and with some uh, yeah with some cat Stevens cat Stevens lyrics kind of whirled in amongst it um, it's totally. kind of really cool yeah yeah
1: well like my mum would give my sister and I little tasks to do in the back seat because we had so much driving time doing doing the Australia yeah. um, drive and one day it was you know, I think she'd said to write a song or my big sister was doing it and I wanted to do it as well. And I um, I wrote a song about, like, going to space. The first song I ever wrote was about, like, going to play on the Milky Way um, and it was, like, saying, I look up high, I see a star, I wonder if we could travel that far. That was the first yeah, lyric cool. on it.
2: Yeah.
1: But um, I accidentally ripped off Kylie Minogue and put it to the tune of On a Night Like This.
2: Yeah, right. So it's sort of
1: on a night like this, it got to the chorus and it was just like on the Milky Way. And then I was like, hang (laughs) on. (laughs) Not sure if that's actually as original as I intended.
0: No. Never to let never (laughs) to leave the car. That song.
1: Yeah, that's where it started. And I'm still doing pop songs about space, so it obviously stuck.
0: Sure did. Um, and yeah. stay true to that too, because it's a, it's a great little, great little <laughs> pocket you're in. I think it's something different for sure. Um, okay. It's what people, you know, it makes you different. It makes uh, your gig unique. And I think that's a beautiful yeah. thing uh, in today's music for sure. Um, all right. We're going to move on to another uh, clip from yours uh, called Fists. Uh, tell me a little bit about what, when, when he, to what year are we talking?
2: Oh,
1: that's a good question, actually. Do you remember? No, not off the top of my head, I don't. Okay.
0: I'll, I'll tell you roughly. It was...
1: Yeah, what are we talking, 2018,
0: 19? October 17, roughly, with Bandcamp. So there you go. Um, that's when Eight. it went on Bandcamp, but when you released it, uh, it was about then. So there you go. Yeah. Let's flash back a little bit in time. I'm But it's so catchy, so catchy. Those little hook <laughs> chorus, um, well done. Uh, it goes so quick six years ago,
1: yeah. It actually, yeah, has gone so,
2: so quick,
0: <laughs> unreal, um, and so, so super old. relevant today. Yeah. Although, we don't mm. we don't want to settle things with fists these days, do we? Uh, <laughs> no,
1: it's amazing that's what you do as I, a kid, but yeah, that's why I just wrote a song about it instead. <laughs> Channeled my um my anger
0: into art <laughs> because sure is a safe out Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then, and the story and the songwriting process for you now, um, how do you go about your songwriting? You mentioned that you're, um, you know, you love your lyrics and all about rhymes and things like that as well. Does that still form a lot of uh, your process for you? How do you go about it? Um,
1: Honestly, like, a lot of the songs on my last record, Clockworks, and with with this, they kind of just, I don't know, they kind of poured out of me in a weird way. It's like I kind of get possessed of something. <laughs> um, and I never sit down and go, oh, okay, like I'm going to try and write a song, okay, what's it going to be about? Um, you know, I sort of start with the music and then just sort of like open this channel to my subconscious and whatever's going on deep within me at the time just pours out in this way and um, often I'll hit record on my phone before I've even got an idea for a song and I'll just play a song, try and play a song and see what comes out and then from there I can kind of keep playing it and keep playing it and like a um a, a sculptor kind of cut away the bits that aren't the song until I'm left with what the song wants to be.
0: Yeah, hmm. yeah. Is but, it is it lyrics normally for you? Should, what what kind of comes first on some of your songs? Is it lyrics or or into the you know the the music component of it first?
1: Um. Oh, pretty much the music always. Um, yeah. Oh, not yeah
0: at least the melody, yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah
0: and then um, the lyrics form yeah and instruments for you what's your obviously you've got a couple of go-tos um, but you know what what did you first what what got you first as a kid as a kid growing up when did when did the instruments kind of kick in for you other than obviously you did plenty oh. of singing in the back of the car but what happened first
1: yeah Actually, singing was last. Um,
0: yeah, right. I
1: was kind of told that I was a, a crap singer for a lot of my life, So, yeah. uh, but I just liked doing it, so I kept doing it. Um, yeah. But I started with violin, which I cannot, like, I cannot play it at all, couldn't play a violin yeah. to save my life. Huh? Um, and then quit violin and kind of got piano lessons for a bit. Um, and then sort of reached a point with the piano teacher where um, I was just playing by ear and wasn't reading the music Um, and, like, kind of playing around with what I thought sounded good rather than actually following by the book. Um, And then, yeah, drums. I played heaps of drums as a kid and kind of just, like, learned rhythm and I did a lot of, like, percussion at school and, That was sort of my, I feel like that was my first proper instrument was, like, percussion and, um, yeah, picked up a guitar and kind of took. ended up sort of teaching myself a lot of guitar and that was what I first started writing on, I think, from memory. Just a couple of chords, you know, someone taught me two chords and then I went, great, how many songs can I write with these two chords? And I'd learn another (laughs) one. Yeah.
2: yeah,
1: now it's just
0: guitar and piano, yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, which is way plenty.
1: chords and guitars around. <laughs> I was going to say,
0: there's plenty, plenty of trouble to get into those two instruments, that's for sure. <laughs> um, yeah. And just tell us a little mm-hmm. bit about the rest of the band. Um, how, how did kind of you guys get together? Um, you know, did was it a? well, you tell us what was the story? How did did the Rocker Clocks come to exist?
1: Well, the band is actually um, ever-changing. It's been very, like it's completely different now to when it first began. Um, All of the members have changed multiple times. Um, The Rocket Clocks is just sort of the name that I give my live band. But, um, yeah, a lot of people think that we kind of operate as a band and they're like, who writes the lyrics? Who writes the songs? And it's kind of like, oh, it's sort of, My project, my solo project, where I write everything, and then I just get um, whoever you know whoever I want to play it at the concert. That's
0: really cool. (laughs) That's really cool. Uh, Thanks. Talk about
1: a bit. back to a four piece. We were we were growing a bit too big um, for what I could handle. We were we were seven, I think, last year. Yeah, or earlier this year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Seven's really cool, but it's hard to. Hard to get gigs, hard to make a buck, hard to get everyone together, yeah. hard to all agree on a big road trip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely.
2: Yeah. Um, so it's good but it's now cool, that yeah,
0: it's nice it better.
2: Yeah, nice, tight little four-piece.
0: <laughs> yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah.
0: Bet you have some fun there. So let's talk about the latest uh, single just released um, in the last couple of weeks. You did a album launch October 20, from memory, at Howler. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, had single, What a great – Yeah awesome um promo you did for it too i might add oh, um thanks. this is really cool it's a cool shot uh it's well done there was little animations and things that went with it along the way uh as you yeah. kind of released it um and what an hey, experience so,
1: yeah i made that and it was the first time i've ever made a poster so yeah <laughs> thanks for
0: there giving it, it, <laughs> it took <laughs> and me ages to, to not- do it. You're going to have to not outsource anything anymore because you're doing a killer job by yourself. So it's having enough fun That's the key. Doing
1: it all myself and
0: it's, yeah, it's wild. Yeah. Hmm. All right. We're going to play a little bit of flirting with aliens and then we're going to talk about kind of how it came together for you and maybe a little sneaky behind the scenes clip that I found. So we're going to play a little bit of flirting with aliens first. you yeah. Great clip. Um, So well done again. Um, That mustn't have been easy to edit, that's for sure. It was so well put together. Well done. Congratulations.
1: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, um, R.C. Stills actually edited that one. It was the first time I outsourced someone for help and it paid off because he is incredible. Yeah, he did Mm. such a good job filming that and cutting it together.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah. I started having these visions of flash dance at the start, thinking Good. about that that's as a movie. Good, that's what I'm going for. Nailed yeah, we it. nailed it. You yeah, absolutely nailed it because I showed a couple yeah. other people, and they all said, "What's the deal with the flash dance thing?" So it was really cool.
2: Yeah, um, I was trying and to, and then trend.
0: <laughs> yeah, you did, and you did it beautifully. Much better, in fact. Um, <laughs> but yeah, what a what a, what a great song. I, I really like it, and I, and I think it's got a, it's kind of got a just a great feel about the whole song so um talk to us about why aliens and why why these lyrics for you tell me a little bit about how this song came about
1: um so i was it was kind of like near the end of the lockdowns and um we were having a picnic in the garden with one of like some of my housemates friends at the time that i didn't know and um I kind of just got talking to someone at the picnic about the sky and space and um, how I think some days you want aliens to come and take you <laughs> or, like, looking up and you're like, okay, tonight's the night. Like, I reckon, I reckon there's going to be a UFO and, you know, I'm ready to be beamed up. Um, and... Yeah, he said, oh, my God, can you please write a song called Flirting with Aliens because we we're talking about Flirting with Aliens. And um, I just really got inspired to write to a brief. And so the next time I saw that person, I said, oh, you know, I wrote that song that you told me to write. <laughs> he just had, gave me the title. But, um, yeah, it was about wanting to, wanting to connect. And I think a lot of what was going on for me at the time kind of came out in the lyrics um. yeah, kind of everyone being in a bit of a mood and not, yeah, not knowing what to do and trying to reach reach someone who feels really far away um, yeah. and kind of trying everything, which I think also comes through in the video a little bit of like trying to get through to the judges and you're not sure if they're into it or not. Yeah,
0: um, yeah, yeah. And that, that was really vision,
2: cool. yeah.
0: And I just want to show a couple seconds of a little cheeky behind the scenes because a lot of people don't get to see this kind of how the things come together and um, the cinematography kind of component of it. So let's just play a little touch of this. Mm So it's kind of a... Beautiful little haul. Uh and it's so well shot and well put together. So um yeah. Congratulations to everyone involved in this and and definitely big things on the up for you, Miss Zoe Fox, for sure.
1: <laughs> Strange things, probably.
0: That's all right. Strange is good. <laughs> Strange is standing out, absolutely. Um, and just a couple Thanks. of uh little clips from you on stage over time. Uh there's some such great shots. I hope you don't mind that I've uh in interrogating uh, yeah, the Instagram. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, fine. Go for
0: it. Yeah, but there's some great shots uh in amongst all this. Uh some publicity current shots as well. This one really reminded me of Play School. Um, so you kind of <laughs> you uh you haven't moved far out of your artistic uh nature for sure. You've got a lot more to offer than just music, I'm sure. Um so <laughs> congratulations on everything you're doing, Zoe. Um it's great Thank to you. have you. Out in the community, back up, firing again, um, playing what you love and doing what you love. Um, So um, what else can people expect from Zoe Fox in the next kind of 12 months? Is there anything you can give us a little sneak preview on but don't have to tell us too much, just kind of uh, maybe something you're working on? It's
1: hard not to overshare when I'm asked, but um, something I'm working on is... uh, bit more of a stripped back um, kind of nursery rhyme album, probably more in that um, kind of, yeah, psychedelic folk kind of um, scene where there's lots of songs still about the sun and the moon but more kind of um, set on the experience of earth, I would say. Different, different yeah. kind of sounds to the... The old stuff, that's for sure, but um, yep. it's written by me all the same and it's what I like doing, so I'm going to just keep doing it, make whatever Very I feel nice. like making.
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, and that's, yeah. uh, that's a great part about music and art is you get to combine all those talents you've got um, and talented people and talented people around you. Uh, can you give me one artist that you have kind of know or who's out there that we kind of should be looking out for? Out on the scene at the moment that you're, kind of really kind of gelling with or resonating with.
1: Um, Leah Senior, definitely Leah go. Senior. Yeah. yeah, everything that Leah does, you should get around it because she's incredible.
0: Perfect. Yeah, perfect. And if it wasn't music for you, uh, where did you think you were going to head as a young youngster growing up? What was kind of your direction before music kind of gripped you?
1: Um i wanted uh like i still kind of want to but probably writing children's books mm. or being an astronaut
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or both um
2: yeah
0: yeah it's really cool that's really cool for sure yeah for sure um all right i look forward to catching up with you again zoe uh in the future yeah. talking about new releases new music thanks for sharing some time with us um it's always good on a wednesday night just to uh put a little chat together and put it in the vault and see who kind of picks yeah. it up and has a chat and listens to and gets something out of it. So Zoe, um, thanks for joining us on episode 114 of So What's Been Happening and we look forward to seeing you at a show very soon. Please feel free to shoot us some details anytime you've got a gig coming up and we'll try and uh, do our little bit to put it out there in the world as well.
1: Thank you. Thanks so much.
0: Awesome. No problem. We'll see you soon. Thanks, Zoe. Bye. How cool to have Zoe Fox join us. So keep in mind, you're looking out for Zoe Fox and the rocket clocks. What I want you to do is jump on Instagram. Probably is, a, is the easiest way. Zoe Fox music or just Google Zoe Fox music and you'll find on her band camp and a few other uh, features. Make sure you jump on YouTube though. and I'm going to post the videos below uh, in the comments uh, on YouTube and you can check out some other stuff from Zoe uh, and make sure you, do me a favour and make sure you watch the rest of these clips because they're awesome uh, and they deserve to be watched by millions of people. So make sure you do. Most importantly, this weekend, get out and see a band and support local music. Um, there's some great people doing great things out there and people, more people need to see our talent that we've got here for sure. So just coming up again on Tuesday the 7th, we've got Jamie Hutchings. Um, Mark Sinton is coming up on Wednesday the 8th. 8th of November and then Thursday the 9th we've got Al Carr joining us and most of those guys are all going to be playing some tunes live with us as well so that'll be uh, really good to have a chat to and then there's plenty of shows coming up for the latter half of November so look forward to seeing you out there soon um, have a good week catch you soon